everybody. My name is Metal Music Man. And I am Professor Lex. And this is episode 14 of the Metal and Lex podcast. It's it's no longer weird to say large numbers. I'm just like used yeah. to it now. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's 300. This is episode 300. Yeah, we're this there. Is it. We did it. Be this is nothing. This is just dirt off my shoulder and <laughs> we're, we're in there. We're basically um, professionals. Yeah, yeah. Except that we don't quite do this for a living yet mm, yeah that, that we do have that one thing in our way yeah of, uh, you know, yeah the, the unfortunate profession. fortunate that i hadn't unfortunate <laughs> that i hadn't accounted for that um so yeah what do you uh what have you been up to man how's your how's your how's your week been dude it's fucking covid still uh they reopened city hall so people can come in and uh stand around and take up space um so that's that's my life has been changed every day when i go to work uh people shoot me dirty looks like i'm skipping the line and i guess i am in a way well i'm not gonna stand there in line because you can go in because you work there yeah yeah but they don't know that and i don't i don't sit there and explain hi my name is alex i i work inside a city (laughs) this is my badge and well you see i'm not really cutting per se i am going to get my (laughs) thermometer reading before you do but (laughs) this is i had i had a similar experience but on the opposite end because i live in saint charles and that was that i went out to lunch today for the first time in like a million years at work and i wore Uh, my mask and no one else was wearing their mask and everybody looked at me like I was weird. And then as if to like, as if to like key in on the ridiculousness of it, the guy behind the counter had a mask on, but he had it like under his chin. And when, I he, hate that. when he saw that I was wearing a mask, he pulled his mask up. Good for you. You wear shamed him into that. But like, but, being but like why, why even have it if you're just going to wear it like, like because you're supposed chin. to wear a mask. Yeah. If you're, if you're working in like so, food service, you're so supposed dumb. to wear a mask. So anyway, yeah. I have COVID and um, yeah, that's pretty cool. But you also had lunch. Uh, yep. So See, I got mahi mahi tacos yeah. and a strawberry shake. So it's totally Hot worth damn. it. Totally worth it. I uh, I very nearly got mahi uh, tacos uh, from uh, uh, Fuzzy Tacos yesterday. Oh, yeah. Okay. Was, yeah. They, they they've got a burrito and they're close-ish to me. Fuzzy's so. very solid in between actual restaurant and fast food. It's not quite fast food. Yes. It's not quite a restaurant. It's With somewhere food. somewhere in between, and it's solid. Yeah. It's very Americanized, but there's nothing wrong. Sometimes you want an Americanized taco. I like you know? Tex-Mex. Yeah, yeah. I I did my best impression of uh, uh, authentic Mexican taco today, but e- even then, mm-hmm. like I, I made my own tortilla, but um. Then I just dumped whatever was in my refrigerator onto my plate. Well, you know, that's I'm, I'm happier for it's it. It's a tortilla's job. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is a vessel. Yeah, it's a vessel for whatever you want to you want to put in it. Um, yeah. So uh, this week we're going to do um, some Q&A. We put out some uh, some feelers on Twitter and uh, this was supposed to be this was supposed to be an, an uh, what, 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 what do you say? A, a, dear Abby. Abby. Yeah, it was supposed to be a Dear Abby or an advice, advice column. And a couple of people did do that, um, but then a couple of people just asked like random questions. <laughs> so I guess we'll just call this a Q and A slash advice column episode. Not that we're qualified to answer any questions or give any. No, advice. no, that is our qualification. Yes, that, that is hopefully what makes it interesting. You know what you're getting into. So um, as usual, Twitter makes no sense, and it lays out the questions not in chronological order, but in an order. And not even in order of which ones are liked most the most. Most liked, yeah. It's just a random order that makes no sense. So I'm going to start at the bottom of this random order, and that's the order I'm going to go in because shit doesn't make any sense. So, uh, and this is a good one to start off with. Uh, Boat asks at, at Boat underscore STL, how was y'all day? 
Well, my day was uh, a day. Yeah. I worked. Uh, What's up? Yeah. Oh. No, no, you go ahead. You first. You I first. Uh, I worked. I uh, formatted a bunch of laptops, and I forgot that I needed to format a bunch of laptops. And so I only have two flash drives with Windows 10 on them. So I formatted oh, no. like 30 oh, no. laptops <laughs> with two flash drives. <laughs> So I ordered like 10 flash drives today because I forgot I didn't have that many and hopefully they come in soon. But yeah, I basically picked my ass and did that. And then um, I got within the first like 30 seconds of being at work today, I got a, uh, I'm not trying to be racist, but dot, dot, dot. No. And I was just like, I I had not even, yeah, I had not even sipped my coffee and I was just like, okay. Uh, well, well, then you can do a spit take. Yeah, it was yeah. it was pretty great. So yeah, you know, a pretty standard day for me working working, <laughs> working in St. Charles. Can I ask what the I'm not racist butt was? Uh to be honest with you, hang on, I gotta think because it was in You can't remember there's so many they all run together. No, it wasn't particularly bad after it. I was bracing oh, okay. for it to be, you know what I mean? Uh what the hell? <laughs> what the hell was it? Uh ba ba. It was something about the fucking, you know, it was the fucking protest and some shit. I, I, that was how oh. it came up, but I don't remember. I don't remember what the hell they said. Anyway, it wasn't racist enough for me to remember it. Um, <laughs> oh, good. It, well, you that's, know, which, yeah. it was just generically racist in the way that, you know, people at my work often are, which is to say, not really racist, but kind of racist, but kind of not hateful low, racist. But they don't but really, like, you know, yeah. they're old. They're old. And they they live in St. Charles, so yeah, we you know died. They need that exposure. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry, sorry to the movement. I I can't affect that change. I am but a I am but a droplet of water. I am but a droplet of water in the pond of ineffable St. Charlesness. Nancy, yeah. <laughs> you can't just say the blacks. I did check them on their anti-Asian racism one time. Oh, but, good. Yeah, I did check that pretty pretty hard, but it was a lot more overt. I don't like. I wish I could remember, but it couldn't have been that bad because I just remember bracing for it to be really racist, and then it was like, kind of just vaguely whatever. I tell you, the Mexicans—they speak a different dialect well, of Spanish than was, the people in Spain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, there was a time somebody at work said some shit about not wanting to eat Chinese food because like cat and dog meat, and I and I was like, uh, fucking what? I checked that <laughs> shit right away. I was I was immediately just like, uh, it's ten o'clock in the morning, and this is way too racist for me. Y'all need to check your shit. And everyone, <laughs> everyone just looked at me and didn't say anything and then like talked about cookies. And I was just like, all right, have a nice hey, day, motherfuckers. Like, close enough. <laughs> yeah. They're, you know, they mean well until they don't. And then until they say something about Chinese food. Yeah. Yeah. Like most of the time, like that's the kind of the, that's my excuse, I guess, is like most of the time it's just dumb, ignorant, rural people saying generic, uh-huh. ignorant things that aren't that bad. And then I think that's the worst one, though, I've ever heard. I've never had anybody just be like, you know, I don't hate black people, but I sure do hate black people. Like, I've never had anything like that. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's always yeah. been like that weird far removed thing. But I, I don't know. Anyway, they're old. I don't know how to deal. So how was your day, sir? Uh, my day was fine. I was a slow day at work. Uh, this is the busy week, but only on Monday and Wednesday. Every other day of the week is pretty slow. So I, I didn't do too much. Uh, I did spend... Uh, it, my, my parents are trying to organize a uh, uh, Friday night dinner next Friday. Um, but they, they were talking about uh, maintaining safe social distance and um, it, everyone needs a six foot radius. Right. And so uh, they said, I don't know, there's like 11 of us. Are, are we all going to be able to have six feet radi- radii in your, in your backyard? And I was like, well, and dad, because he's dad posted the dimensions of the backyard. He's like 50 by a hundred or uh, feet. 
And I was like, well, if everyone needs a six foot radius, that's 133 square feet. And we've got 5,000 square feet in the backyard. So you can fit 44 people in the backyard. But that. uh, (laughs) The math of this is amazing. It checks out. Uh, I did the math. (laughs) Um, But that's that's just in terms of raw square footage. So that means that you imagine, if you will, that a backyard is a giant uh, uh, roll of biscuit dough. And each person, their radius is like a biscuit that you're cutting out. You, you could stamp the people in there all of those times, and then you'd scoop up all of the little in-between bits, right? Sure. And then you'd re-roll that and stamp it again. You can't do that in real life. So the, the math equation's a little bit different. Uh, you can fit a maximum of eight people across the long way and then four people across the short way, which means that you could only fit 32 people in. Ah, but anyway. Man, you yeah. put way too much thought into that. So I did, did. Like I said, it was slow. So then this, the <laughs> dinner will uh, will go on then. It, it will. Yeah, we're good. Uh, we could we could have almost three of us at a time. Um, wow. So I did that, and I've been. I haven't uh, done family dinner stuff, so I'm a little a little jealous. I'll drag of you, you out. Getting I'll drag back you in. Out. All right. You'll have fun. Um, yeah. The the other thing I spent way too much time doing today was uh, yesterday was the Sony PlayStation conference, and I have been uh, just nonstop looking at uh, theories and shit on the new Resident Evil Eight. I'm incredibly excited. You, you probably can't tell from my facial expression or my tone, but it's, I'm, I'm like, I'm vibrating in place. Um, I'm it, so infinitely aroused. <laughs> Dude, you don't I even know. I can't like, contain it. Uh, ooh, ah, Chris. Ooh, ah. <laughs> ooh, ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris is back in this one. I've, I've been real hurt because Wesker's been dead for God knows how many Resident Evil games. I don't know three. shit about what Resident Evil. I only know both of those names because of Marvel vs. Capcom 3. That's literally That's the only reason enough. I even know who Wesker is. <laughs> Do you know Nemesis? Again, from Marvel vs. Capcom. Okay. Yeah, That's the, the only or, reason I know any of them. Jill? Yeah, yeah, again. Okay, okay. Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom. Okay, well, that's, that's all of them. <laughs> okay. So, I'm out. Um, yeah, Chris is like, he's he was the hero in one, and he shows up in Code Veronica, and he's a character, one of the main characters in five and six. Uh, okay. So he's like a serious staple. Uh, what's weird is every time they bring him back, there's usually been like a console shift, so they do a redesign of him. So he went from being like a sort of dweeby kind of muscly guy to being like roid ragey to being yeah, like he was like randomly ripped. I remember in one of the games and wasn't yeah, five, in the others. five I, rem- and six. I remember that specifically. Well, in, in seven, they made him like dweeby ish again, a muscular dweeb. And then like now that we're in Resident Evil eight, he's just like a thick fucking oil barrel of muscle and trench coat and gun. All right. and he looks mean. And so um, I'm I'm hoping he's Wesker because Wesker's dead, like I said. So if he were Wesker, you're hoping he's Wesker. Yep. You heard me. I don't Uh, even know. Wesker. Wesker is the bad guy in most of the Resident Evil games, but not all. Yeah, but he's not a single entity of a a human. People become the Wesker. Or or did you mean that non-literally and metaphorically? I said literally. Okay, I thought maybe people became Wesker. Like maybe was Wesker was a, a title. That's what I'm hoping for. No, 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 no. There's one guy, Albert Wesker. Okay, he's dead. He okay. died in a volcano. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I and this whole time for I guess three Resident Evils now, I've been telling myself he's not dead. A volcano, it just being swallowed up by lava, that doesn't kill a man. That that mm. doesn't stop you from being, you know. It, it may or may not have. I'm I'm hoping that the main I hope that the good guy is now Wesker. I hope that somehow Wesker like planted himself in him. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. All right. I'm 
That's what you came here for, right? Was uh, that you you put out uh, feelers asking if we had any Resident Evil 8 speculation? There's vampires yeah. and werewolves in this one. Wow. Yeah. And it's snowy outside. Anyway. Well, that, that'll help you with the volcano, at least. Right? Yeah. Maybe he's just been uh, taking some time to cool off. So. Got a little hot headed. <laughs> Pretty standard days from both of us. Um, yeah. Straight. <laughs> and uh, so thank you at boat underscore STL. We'll go on to the next one from how you at H O W U underscore STL. Another local, uh, local 11 year old smash player um, who says, uh, what is your favorite Donkey Kong game? Well, uh, you have one. No, he's literally only asking me this to meme me for Donkey Kong, but I'll answer. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't think I've played any Donkey Kong game other than the original Donkey Kong Country on Super Nintendo. I think I might have played one of the sequels to it for like five seconds, but I didn't put any time into it. But I played a fair amount of Donkey Kong Country and it was a fun game. It was a decent enough platform. I remember thinking the graphics were all weird and crazy because it was like, I don't know how they did it. They like captured 3D and then turned them into sprites or something like some. Gross um, and weird. Yeah, it was strange. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the only one that I could say because that's the only one I've ever put any time into. Um, Kong I, Country. I, I have uh, memories of playing a Donkey Kong game uh, that I think was a Donkey Kong Country on the Game Boy, the regular Game Boy. Some, I, I can't like tell you which they one might have ported. So yeah, that would yeah. Um, I, I played that at like latchkey or whatever when i it, it was it was like a summer uh your parents go to work and you have to be taken care of mm. location yep and uh one one of the that people is I made what latchkey is thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was Not also latchkey. i was you also a latchkey, latchkey kid? kid yeah of course you were <laughs> um my uh my mom had to do work things and i, don't, yeah. I guess my dad did too it, it was when was it it was, oh, yeah, we were in, like, a rental house, and our shit was fucked for, like, a while. Like, because mm -hmm. everything was, we were, like, in a an in-between house or some shit, trying to, like, move around what the hell was going on. It was, uh, it was just after we left North County because of all the black people. Oh, um, sure, white So, flight. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I got scooped up in white flight along with most other white people. Or, well, I guess, you know, my parents did anyway. Um, and so then we moved to, actually, really close to where I'm at now, and the St. Charles... Oh, okay. The St. Charles City School District had like a latchkey program that I was in. But I think I want to say I did latchkey before that at my I went to Townsend Elementary in Florissant um, okay. until like first grade. I think I want to say I did some latchkey there. Anyway, you're in latchkey. I was in latchkey, latchkey uh, played played uh, Donkey Kong. That's the only Donkey Kong game. It's my simultaneous favorite and least favorite Donkey Kong game. Unless we count like Mario Party, my little brother always picks Donkey Kong. No, and Mario that doesn't Party. count. He, he said Donkey no. Kong game, so I feel like then that it, means then yeah, Don Donkey Kong titular. Country. Yeah, yeah, titular. So we both have basically the same one. You just had the shitty port, and I had the uh, shitty SNS version. So <laughs> thank you at how you underscore STL. <laughs> um, so after these, after these two, you know, just lovely questions, generic fun. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go right into Tiger Boy's question, which is at I am killing you. At I'm killing you. Uh, how many times have you said the hard R? So uh, what a timely question. So yeah. I'm going to preface this with some background information. And uh, uh, if if I am if I misinterpret any of this um, at I'm killing you slash Tiger Boy, um, let me know. But I'm pretty sure his stance on this specifically is let white people say the N word. Uh, I'm. Pretty sure I have read tweets from him that say that, 
That is, I think, his actual stance, and he is not trolling. Um, and I, okay, I'm gonna, so this is where I get canceled. So here we go. Is everyone ready for me to get canceled? Oh no. Oh so, God. Okay. So, so, well, you, you don't know, have to do it. I don't have to, I don't have <laughs> <laughs> Good. So I, I actually do agree with that sentiment about all words to be perfectly honest, but I simultaneously have no interest in ever getting a hard R card. Like I have oh, no, good. I have no, we, we, well, we've talked about this before you and I, like, I think we I'm going to combo breaker. I have no interest. Like some people are like, "Oh, I'm a, I am, I am a white guy named." Uh, 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 okay, for some reason, the first Happened? white guy name that came into mind was Terrence, and that is not a thing. The only, uh, well, I so, mean, <laughs> I don't know why Terrence, was, Terrence Howard. I, I don't know why that was the first white guy name that came into mind, but yeah, we'll say Kevin. We'll say Kevin. I'm a white guy named Kevin, and I, man, I just, I just wanna, I just want my hard R pass so bad. Like that's, I just want, like, I don't understand that 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 train of thought. I don't get it at all. Um, because it's, it's forbidden and you, and you want it right because it's forbidden. You shouldn't do it. And that's why it's so dirty and wrong. And that's why it feels so good. Right. Eh, I don't know. I'm, I'm black. Maybe. maybe. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is just me. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. So, uh, at any rate, uh, I don't know how many times I've said a hard R. Um, it's not many times, but it's also not not that many times and always in the context of talking about, only, about the word. So I don't I, I don't use it like if we have this conversation long enough, I will say it on this podcast and get canceled because I find the phrase literally the phrase quote and N word to be obnoxious. And I hate specifically. And in fact, I would say the most times that I've done it is when I'm in a group of people that's predominantly white people and they start jokingly being like oh man like something something n-word and i don't mean they're saying it i mean they're saying quote Quote. (laughs) n-word and every time they say quote n-word it's like they're putting that word the word in in your head your head so at a certain point i just say it and everyone's like whoa and i'm like yeah are we gonna keep doing this or not shut the fuck up and like (laughs) like let's like that's what i thought it was fucking uncomfortable when you were doing it a minute ago, too. <laughs> when you're doing it when without it, doing it? With, yeah. Yeah, like, fuck that. So, but no, like, if we're gonna, yeah, if we're gonna postulate about words, um, I think, for me, if I can, if I can uh, not cancel myself as hard and, and give uh, an analogy that is, that yeah, is not, then, yeah. well, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dip my toe in the cancel pool here. But like, for me, it's, it's the same as, um, so like, there's other hateful words that aren't as bad and I can't relate to because I'm a white guy and blah, 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 blah. But uh, I got called uh, faggot a lot in middle school, and I don't like saying that anymore either, and I generally try not to. Sure. Um, But I think there are some people who use even, even words they shouldn't because they've been in, like, situations where it was commonplace. And I don't know that I agree personally with the idea that, like, there is never a good context ever for blah word, because I just think inherently all words are contextual and everyone knows it's kind of like how you can say it without saying it. Like in the last mm-hmm. episode, when you were like the, the cop pulled me over and said, watch those stop signs, dot, 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 boy, boy. Yeah. It really doesn't matter what the word is. It really only matters the context of how it's used. That being said, mm-hmm. nine times out of 10 or more, there is no reason for me to say it. And more than nine times out of sure. ten, I don't. Um, but the tenth time is when you're discussing the merits or lack thereof of using the aforementioned word. Pretty much, yeah. And I have, yeah. I've had a couple friends, um, both 
white, brown, whatever, who have kind of like colloquially been, you know, well, I guess it's, I guess it's more, I guess it's more, it's not really hard R ever, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I've never had anyone say a hard R to me and try to like play it off. Do you know what I mean? It's always been like an actual racist person. Yeah, or, 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 I was going to say, I've never like, had someone call, yeah. it, call me hard R as I was a joke. Trying, yeah, I was trying to like think about it, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, that's not really a thing. It's always, yeah, it's pretty much always that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's let Lex talk now. <laughs> uh, yeah, being, being as I am black, I don't feel that I have to defend the amount of times that I say the N-word. Uh, that said, I don't, because it just doesn't come up. We're talking hard R. Hard R, um, I think specifically, yeah, is, is his question. I, Specifically, uh, I've probably only ever said it to relate to somebody else that I have been called it or that someone has said it. Um, yeah. And there's this one time I got really mad at uh, Kanye and I was using, uh, we'll say, colorful language to describe my disappointment. But when he lost his fucking mind two years ago, three years ago. Which time? When, when <laughs> the he, time, with, yeah, Mike right? Myers, the time with Mike Myers for George W. Bush? No. Or, or no the Trump time? No. The yeah, Trump the time. Trump time. Okay. When he lost his mind, I did, George Bush doesn't care about black people. He was like, right. Well, he was right, but the way he did it <laughs> was the most... To say it was the, no, not even that you're not supposed to say it. It was the most awkward interaction I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. between two human beings. Like, it's I feel art. like there's definitely... Yeah, there's definitely a way. There's like, there's like a snapshot in another multiverse <laughs> where Kanye basically said the same thing. And Mike but Myers didn't context. look as weird as he did. And <laughs> yeah. it wasn't, but like just the way he was, you could just tell the way he said it. It was so unprepared and off the cuff. And he was like stumbling with his own. Like if he had said all the exact same words, but had like already pre known he was going to say them, it would have like flowed naturally. Nothing. Anyway, I always just look, so that was like jarring. the most awkward thing I've ever witnessed. Like it was so it's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, it, when I was complaining about Kanye, I was, I was saying that, uh, he he wishes that he he had been kept in the house is is the sentiment I was trying to explain to my dad who is also black. Sorry, what? I don't understand that reference at all. Kanye wishes he had been kept in the house. Or kept what? in kept in in the in the slave master's house. I've never heard that phrase before. I'm very white, so I have no idea what you're saying. So I understand house, now that you explained it. But house N word. Yeah. yeah uh, sorry. House. House. Yes. N word. Oh, oh, uh, like the yeah. uh, the fucking um, the ba -ba -ba -ba, like uh, Samuel Jackson and fucking Django. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yep. I got you, I got you. Yep. The, uh, what, what's the other word for that? Uncle Uncle Tom. Um, well, yes, Uncle Tom yeah. is the uh, the okay. from Uncle Tom's cabin. I've never heard he wishes he had been kept in the house before. That's why. Well, I was it, it, it's it's got a slightly different context because Uncle Tom was a specific character, and then you say Uncle Tom to refer to a particular archetype in in an extremely cruel, mean way. All uh, Uncle that, Toms are squares, but not all rectangles are Uncle Toms. It, so the the <laughs> other the other. Uh, if you were a house captain, it's because you could almost pass in polite society. Like you wouldn't have your dark, dark slaves well, in the house. You would, you would have someone about my complexion. Is that a thing? Or I thought it was just that they would yeah. have like the manners, quote unquote. Yeah, no, it's both. So. Because if you were light, fair skinned enough, then you were fair skinned enough to be taught how to behave. Mm. Yeah. You don't, you don't really care about someone who's just, you know, digging ditches or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one point I, I would like to bring up while we're on the subject of uh, sure. racisms and races and words um, that I find interesting is I, I have uh, heard you specifically on this podcast more than I have 
I think everyone we've personally talked about these kinds of topics. Um, mm. I've heard you refer to yourself strictly as black so much oh, more recently. Okay. And, I, and I was just curious if that's like just because of the topic at hand or if that is something that you. If I'm uh, if I'm to describe myself, if you ask me what ethnicity I am, like specifically, uh-huh. um, if I, I, if I drilled to... it down and put you in the corner. Yeah, well, no, I tell would tell me. you. <laughs> I, I am half black. I, I, I would say, quote, half black. Um, mm. When I say I am black and I don't feel like defending the fact that I say uh, that I can say the N word. Uh, it's it's not to the exclusion of me also being white. If that makes sense. I am black. I am white. I am both. It's an additive process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only mentioned the black part because that's what's relevant at the time. I do not identify exclusively as a black individual. Though I am black, I am also white. Sure. Um, If that makes sense. No, it does. I was just kind of curious about the context of it because I do think it's one of those things that I assume... Um, mm. not being biracial myself, I have no idea, but like, I assume it's harder for you in any context to do the flip side, right? Like, like be, just because of the, the, the racistness of things to be yeah, like, like, I am white. <laughs> and then people are like, wait a minute. No, you're <laughs> not. But like, if you, <laughs> but like, I assume anyway, if you say like, I'm black, that probably, is, because that's the whole thing, right? Is like, however much percentage you have once you're mm-hmm. over, you know, whatever fucking arbitrary Septuring, racist yeah. percentages noticeable 16th. or perceptible. Yeah, exactly. Um, then suddenly you're just not white anymore. Um, so <laughs> yeah, job. at any rate, uh, I didn't really have anywhere to go with that, but it was something that when you did it no, just no, now, yeah. you, I think mm-hmm. you've done it once or twice again on the podcast and I had never, I don't think I've mm-hmm. ever heard you refer to yourself specifically as, as that in that instance. So I was curious if that's black or biracial as black. You've almost always okay. said you were biracial or that, yeah, or okay. maybe you've contextually been like, you know, something, something, I'm a black guy or whatever, but it hasn't been. Um, so anyway, I don't know. While, while mm-hmm. we were on the race topic, that was yeah, an observation yeah. that no, I had. That's fine. Um, thanks, Tiger Boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next one about butts. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Yeah. You know, I thought, to be honest with you, let's actually, let's not, let's not jump off that train just yet because a uh, funny, humorous <laughs> existence is that I had thought doing this topic, I was like, well, we did, we did the whole, we solved all, we solved all racism racism. last episode. So we're just going to have a nice fun chat about what our week's been like in video games. And the fucking, (laughs) my Twitter notifications come up and it's like, how many times have you said hard R? And I was like, oh oh God, am I being interrogated (laughs) by like, what, what is this? Um, so anyway, yeah, that's pretty funny. All right. So the next question is from Kathrarg at your Kathrarg. I'd like to just point out your, your notifications are all the opposite of mine. Just the exact opposite. Order. So, I don't understand. The first shall be last and the last shall be. Well, first. okay. Sorry. I am going from the bottom up. If, if I didn't make oh. that clear. Yeah. 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 I am no, you didn't. Up. Okay. So, so we're in the same order so far. So, that's interesting. So the reason I, I started at the bottom, uh, is that I assumed that they would be chronological, but they're not. So. You fool. No. Anyway. So Cathrard um, asks, um, are, are fighting games games that fight are... Sorry. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Hang on. Yep. Are fighting games games that fight or fights that game? Game fight, fight game, fight, 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 game, game, fight, game, fight. So <laughs> I'm just going to answer this the best um, I can assume which is that fighting games 
are games that fight. I the, think. <laughs> I was gonna say no. You don't think so? You fight fighting games. Uh, you fight the game itself. Well, yeah, yeah. and other people. So the but game, you fight the games, games don't fight though. The game itself, no. I'm going to disagree with that and contextually uh, overanalyze everything and say that the games themselves do fight because the games harbor AI, which fights. Oh, shit. I didn't think I, I, the games I do retract fight. My, don't, my position. If you don't press start, what happens, right? You get and, a computer yeah. versus computer. Yeah. Get fucked yeah, on. And they Lex. sit there and they slug. You, you weren't ready. I, you weren't ready. I, I know when I've been beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Catharog, at Catharog, for that confusing, brain-melting question that took me three attempts to read. Uh, moving on upwards, we have a question from at Yamandu, at Y-A-H-M-A-N-D-U. This is uh, a nice lady who sometimes touches the butt of Hylian. Um, okay. She asks, since nobody knows, just make an announcement about Dragon Age Lamau. That's not a question. I just read it out loud. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I... Okay, yeah, but, I, no, read, read it again with a question mark at the end. Since nobody knows, just make an announcement about Dragon Age Lamau? There it is. There See, it is. It's there, a question there, now. You can answer that. So um, <laughs> I think what she's referring to uh, is that, is that um, I could be wrong, but I think what she's referring to <laughs> is that she recently made some tweet about how hard Dragon Age was. Do you know anything about Dragon Age, Lex? I have seen Jin play Dragon Age Inquisition and start the original Dragon Age and say that she hated it. Okay, well, I'm going to get in a fist fight and beat up your girlfriend because she's a moron and deserves to die. Wow. Um, so Harsh. she needs to understand. Uh, so go ahead and just let her know as soon as, soon as you can. I'll, I'll prepare her. She's I'll, the wrongest the person who's ever lived because there is only one good Dragon Age game, and it is Dragon Age Origins. And every other game after Dragon Age Origins is an abomination that should not exist. Dragon Age 2? Terrible. Terrible. Terrible That's plot. That's all of them now, right? Terrible everything. No, Dragon Age Inquisition, which is even worse than 2, well, to be honest 2 and then Inquisition yeah. and Origin. Yeah, that's the yeah. rest of it all. So, okay. Origin is, in my opinion, one of the best, like, story-based RPGs. Like, it's, 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 a, it's a CRPG in heart and soul. But it is not a CRPG in terms of the presentation. Um, and the reason for that, well, okay, I'm gonna back that up. It's basically just a CRPG that's done in 3D instead of 2D isometric. So you have a 3D okay. camera and rotation, but all of the gameplay mechanics are exactly what a CRPG is. So you're, you know, your Icewind Dale, your Baldur's Gate, all that. So uh, they basically were like, hey, let's make a CRPG, but we'll make it like actual 3D rotational camera graphics because people think that's pretty. And uh, it's, I forget when it came out. It was mid mid 2000s, late 2000s, something like that. Um, I want to say 2000, 2009. I want right. to say 2008 or nine or something, something. Um, great game, wonderful characters, wonderful story. Um, the thing that nobody knows about CRPGs in general, and Dragon Age especially, because CRPGs tend to scare people off by the way that they look, by being like isometric Me? 2D yeah. games. People are scared. Yeah, you still haven't fucking played Pillars of Pieces yet. I bought it, though. Um, yeah, that's that's half the battle. Um, but people get scared off by them just by the look, but when you see like a game that's cool in 3D and has like cinematics of like 3D models moving around... People get interested. And so what happens is people pick up Dragon Age and they don't know what a CRPG is or how it works. And basically the way every CRPG works, and if it doesn't work this way, it's not a CRPG. Fight me. Uh, you're dumb. I hate you forever. Um, CRPGs have real-time pause gameplay. And what that means is when you go into a fight, the first thing that happens as soon as the fight starts is that you pause. 
And then people are always, like, the game just pauses. And people are always like, ah, oh, how's that any different from, like, turn-based? Well, it's a lot different, because turn-based is, like, your, your Pokemon, right? Um, sure. Real-time real pause is that you are in control of when to pause, but otherwise the combat is exactly as it would be in a normal game. But because you're controlling, like, six different characters at a time, and they all have you know, 10 different moves and the moves have different cooldowns or, or they can only use them so many times. Um, and because you have all these enemies and because then like enemies can stun you or knock you down and you can do the same thing. The combat, if you were to just let it play out and like let the AI handle it or tell, or just tell you, try to, to try to control your guys in real time, you, you can't do it. You cannot play the game. And so, because it's, because it's designed that you, you hit space bar, which is pause every three seconds to be like, okay, Let's take a look at what's going on. Let's order this guy to throw a fireball. Let's order this guy to get out of the enemy's fireball. I'll order this guy to do a stun and then unpause, let a couple seconds of gameplay play out, repause, do a thing. That's just how those games are. If you don't like it, you're objectively wrong and stupid and you should die in a fire. Um, but a lot of people don't and they're dumb uh, um, and I'll burn them someday. Um, but most importantly about Dragon Age specifically is because the game looks pretty and sort of doesn't look Expensible. like a traditional yeah. Yeah, CRPG, there are a lot of people, including my old roommate, who play it, and they don't know about that. And I remember one day I was having this conversation with my roommate, and he was like, this game is so fucking hard. How the fuck did you beat the ogre in the tower? Like, it's, like, very early. It's, like, the first, like, <laughs> mini-boss you fight. And I'm like, uh -huh. are you just talking about the guy that, like, there's a big ogre, you're in the tower? I'm like, dude, I'm, like, fucking a million miles past that, that shit. I killed him in, like, fucking, like, two seconds. What are you talking about? And he's like, no, you're full of shit. Like, what difficulty are you playing on? I'm like, I don't know, just, like, normal, regular difficulty. He's like... He's like, I got that shit down to easy and I've been doing it for like eight hours and some shit and I, I just can't do it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you like? And I'm just like trying to think. I'm like, and eventually I worked my way through. And since I set this up poorly, you probably can already assume he was sure. not pausing. He was not pausing. And then I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I don't want to do that. That's lame. And I'm like, well, that's how the game works. And then he just yeah, quit do you and never played win? it. He just quit oh, and never played I it ever he, again. He didn't want to win. It's fun. <laughs> it's strategic. And what's cool about it is that when you set up your shit right, uh, you can kind of like decide to unlike say Pokemon where you're just yeah. like a, 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 you can be like, Oh yeah, I did this. I did this. I did this. I got this. I'm just, you can just let it play out and, and, play in, and play yeah. in real, or you can play in real time and move people around if it's not that challenging. But when it's really challenging, you really need to like look around and slow. It's like you're in the matrix and you slow it down. You turn the camera, you look at everything that's going on. You tell Analyze. a guy to do a thing. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyway, some people don't do that. And she wasn't doing that either. And she made a tweet about it a couple weeks ago. And I was like, okay, at the off chance of sounding like an asshole and assuming you don't know something that you do know, do you know about real-time pause? And then she, like, replied and was like, what's real-time pause? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so then I went over that whole spiel. So sure. I hope that's what she meant. If not, I wasted a whole lot of time on something she didn't mean. <laughs> Dragon Age is a great game. People should play it. It's wonderful, but all these sequels are shit, and only Dragon Age Origins is good. Jen, Jen liked Inquisition. Oh, God, it's like... Inquisition is Inquisition is so fucking bad, and it's bad for the same reason that Divinity Original Sin and Divinity Original Sin 2 are bad. Fucking fight me in the street, you fucking plebes. You don't know what good writing is. Fucking fight me. They think these games have good writing. They are written, Inquisition included, included. They're written like the caliber of World of Warcraft quest text. There is so little emotion, feeling. It's like it's like it's like a fucking eleventh grader. It's trying to be like, there's a wolf in the cave. The wolf is bad because wolves are bad. And you have to kill the wolf because because he ate uh, somebody. Thanks. 
That's like what you get. And then people go on Twitter and they're like, oh my God, the story of Divinity Original Sin 2 is so <laughs> good. And I literally want to fucking crawl into the fucking, into the internet and digitize myself and fucking like appear Tron. out of their CD-ROM drive and just bash them in the face with a fucking <laughs> bat until until they understand how stupid they are because these games are so bad and they are so clearly just people. It's It's like if someone came up to you and they were like, do you know what's a really great fighting game? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. And then you're just like... Yeah, but I'd, I'd have to hear that one out. Okay. I want to hear the argument. <laughs> it's a very lovable fighting game, but it's like people who don't play them don't understand that that, that is, for those of you who don't know, is one of the most broken, horribly made fighting games of all time. And that's why it's actually kind of amazing. Actually, yeah. it is amazing. But, okay, so you know what? That's a horrible example because that game is at least fun because it's so bad. These games are not. It's It's like... Okay, no, better example. It's like a movie. Someone, Someone's like, oh, man, what's your favorite movie? And then they're like, The Notebook or some shit. And you're just like, okay, your entire existence is irrelevant. Every opinion you've ever had is wrong. And anything you ever say to me from now until the dawn of time means nothing. And I reject your existence. That's basically how I feel when someone tells me that you they like... You just someone that, from life. Yes. <laughs> when they tell me they like Division the Original Sin 2 and they think that it has a good... Okay, if they said they liked it for any other number of reasons... And then we're like, yeah, the story's shit. It's like World of Warcraft for me. But it's fun. The story's yeah. shit, but it's fun. And sometimes there are elements of the story that are good, but it's so bad. Dude, it's it's like it's written by a fucking middle schooler. It's so fucking bad. Anyway, that's Inquisition I'm as well. so sorry. I'm so Dragon sorry. Dragon Age Origins. It's the only good Dragon Age. Moving on. All right. So <laughs> we have our next question is from Hylian at Hylian88, who sometimes touches the butt of Yamandu. And Hylian asks, oh, this is a good one. Yeah, right? This is a good one. How do I get in the mood to play single-player games when multiplayer games are so fun? Uh, I very much relate to this question. Do you? You play more single-player games than I do. Maybe not. I try to, but I don't play as many single-player games as I'd like. Is it because multiplayer games are fun? Like, is it because multiplayer games... It's kind of one-to-one. It's... Largely because of multiplayer games, but it's not because they're fun. Not to say that they aren't fun, but the fun doesn't factor into it. I okay, okay. Let me let me backtrack. Let me, let me show my work. Okay, so I, you you can see I have a game back here. I'm not gonna in in this glass cabinet. It's a collector's edition. Um, it's called Raging Loop. It is a visual novel. It is a murder mystery. You're on an island. The people that are involved in this murder mystery have different, like, roles. So, like, the monkeys know who the monkeys are, and there's a snake that's killing people, and the dog, and whatever. And so, like, I've, not only do you have to figure out who done it and how done it, you also have to figure out, like, what what role each of the characters is playing. This is my shit. This is so exciting to me. I, <laughs> I've never been more rock hard talking about a visual <laughs> novel than I have been for Raging Loop. And again... The viewers at home can't see. You certainly can't see. It's your raging loop. Raging loop. Yeah, not well. <laughs> um, it's it's still in the plastic wrap. I haven't unwrapped it, and and that's for like two reasons. One, I'll have to actually commit time to playing it. I don't want to, you know, put in twenty minutes at a time and get through this game by December. I want to sit down and like steamroll. I'm 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 pinning that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other reason is. I can get immediate gratification from hitting you. I'll, I'll send you a message on Twitter 
and be like SF four question mark. That's all. That's like four characters. That's all you have to say, baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's and all. Like, that's and, all I need to get a raging loop on my end, man. Yeah, and you're like hell yeah, and like within minutes we're playing Street Fighter, and and every game of Street Fighter that we play is a little mystery that gets solved. Yeah, I should block more. I should press more buttons, and I learn. And and that that Guile has a cross brain, up, anti cross up. Guile super. can cross up, anti cross up uh, super. super. Yeah, who <laughs> fucking knew? And then you can you can confirm that into Ultra Two and kill DiCaprio. Hell who yeah. knew? Hell yeah! You just you you get that that and that's that's why I play games. Uh, any game, single player, multiplayer is is for that eureka moment, that that moment of understanding. Visual novels. So wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hang on that. That's yeah. why you play every game. Every game. Every game you play, yep, you're looking for a eureka moment that maybe isn't quite identical to, but is certainly in the same realm of the kind of eureka moment that you get from a fighting game. Yes. Uh, the, wow. The, um, and, and we this are not is the, the same in that regard at all. That's, that's very interesting. I'll pin that as well. Um, so like on, on that specifically, the, the only exception is an exception that someone else might draw, but that I won't, I, I play music games, rhythm games, mm-hmm. and I, I feel that achieving flow when, when you're in the zone and you're doing all the buttons, that's and, why I and play fighting and everything perfectly. That I want flow. I want to achieving achieve, flow. I want to achieve flow. For me, flow scratches the same itch as a eureka moment. And I understand on a certain level that it doesn't, but it feels the same to me. Okay. No, yeah. no, I mean, that's that. I, I wasn't saying that you that that it wasn't possible for that to be the case. I, it was more yeah. just that I was surprised that that was what you said. Because, okay. No, so, I, I so, like having that moment of aha. Yeah. That's, so, that's all I live well, for. I, I do too. And it is, uh, quote unquote, all I live for in some ways with regard to fighting games. But I don't play that way with all games that I play. And so, where I think anyway. we'll go back to Hylian's question about how do I get in the mood to play single player games is uh, your first pin, which you said, like, you don't want to nickel and dime it. 20 minutes and yeah. finish it by December. That yeah. for me is the biggest thing. And I think the only reason I don't play more single player games um, at, at this point in my life, really the only reason is because I work a full-time job and even as easy yeah. and cushy and bullshit as my job can be sometimes, it still isn't enough time for me to regularly get into the immersed mindset. And this will lead directly into the second well. thing which is that, yeah, I really don't care about flow or solving single-player games at times. There are games that that can hit both. I can care about solving them and be vested in the story, right? There are certainly games that will, will be in the middle ground. But there are a lot of games, like, you know, say, Firewatch or whatever, yeah, yeah. I, that I really only care about the story. And to me, it, it's like reading a book or watching a movie, but it, it takes much longer, and it's it's a larger emotional and mental investment. Um, it's an the, investment that I want to make, but 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 to to finish your your point about the the time frame, I don't I don't I enjoy it so much and respect it so much that I don't want to do it unless I have like a long weekend. You know, I need you can I need to it. I need yeah like like and so like whenever the new like Skyrim you know or not Skyrim new Elder Scrolls game comes out, <clears throat> I will take off at least like three days of work on mm-hmm. a weekend and literally do nothing but play the new Elder Scrolls game like 16 hours a day, every single day. Um, and that's how I've played through, every time I've played through Pillars of Eternity, that's what I do. I'll play through all on like Christmas break at work or spring break when I get time off and I have like a week off or, or more. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, now I'm going to play. But like, I so so I think the answer to, to your question from my vantage point, Hylian, to finish this whole thing off from my 
point of view anyway, is that you 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 get more money and work less so that you have more time <laughs> to do things you actually enjoy. <laughs> so so go ahead and let me know, Hylian, what your ideas are for um, changing all of Americans all of American society. To, to be such that we all make the same equivalent wage working 20 hours a week instead of 40 hours a week, because that's the world I want to live in or even better. I want to not work at all and just get and just be paid just be to paid exist to, and to play, exist video, games. And play yeah. video games. So anyway, uh, yeah, those are my thoughts. But yeah, uh, for, for me, the uh, the Eureka moment doesn't have to be like literally solving a mystery. Uh, it, it can be the emotional payoff because it's still a, a, a gaining of understanding that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Um. To, to specifically answer Hylian's question, you gotta just like not do anything except for play the game. And if you if you can't find a way to squirrel away the time for the game, you have to either find a way to squirrel away some time or bookshelf or, it. Yeah, just wait. And I usually end up bookshelfing <laughs> them. I usually yeah. do because yeah, That's... there's something about like when when I get home at you know four thirty or five, even though I have five hours at least before I go to bed, if not even longer yeah. most of the time, probably seven usually or something. It's, it's not enough time for me. Like it's going to take me an hour or two to futz around and think about getting myself into the mindset mm-hmm. of wanting to be immersed. Then I only have like three or four more hours to play it. And by the time I would get into that mode, I wouldn't want to go to bed and it'll fuck my whole routine up. So yeah, I need to, it's, it's almost like a sacred ritual for me. Yeah. Playing yeah. like single player games where I really need to like get into that mindset um to enjoy it so yeah man i wish i wish american society let us work less womp it could it just doesn't <laughs> yep you're not wrong uh thank you at highline 88 for putting us into a depressing zone it happens automatically um <laughs> next question is from at 666 butts 420 still the best handle nice. on twitter this is a person who sometimes touches the butt of pharaoh and she says uh do you like my husband's mustache slash would you write it well uh i don't like it i feel like it's objectively a better mustache than my mustache was because i mean my facial hair is so bad but i also does he have does he have a new mustache and i haven't seen it oh you haven't seen his mustache no okay hang on let me scroll up and oh no wait you're in yeah scroll up in discord in in the talking about buttholes discord okay okay he's got a picture in there it's uh it's not a it's not a bad mustache it's just like i just think of pharaoh's face and I and I, yeah, yeah. Lex is already laughing. He's already laughing. He's I, like, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah, I'm laughing. Okay. I just think of but his face. I think of his face, and I just don't think of a mustache having any place there. And when I see there being a mustache there, it it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't change my thoughts at all. It just seems so out of place and wrong. Uh, so <laughs> did you see it finally? <laughs> Do you agree he's, or disagree? Internet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? You know, his picture that he sent is amazing, though. It is an amazing, amazing picture. Um, he's got a really goofy facial expression. He looks. But looks I, I don't. Older. I don't think the mustache itself is bad. So, if I'm making no, any no, sense, no. his mustache itself is less worse than me. But I feel like the way it looks on him, and maybe it's just because he's so hot already that the yeah, mustache. Yeah, he doesn't like, need the mustache. He doesn't need it. Whereas yeah. my mustache was a bad mustache, but I feel like didn't look as bad on me, probably because I'm less hot or something. But like, there's something about like, it just seems less in place. But to be fair, he did tell me, <clears throat> I will throw him this bone. He did tell me it had only been like a week and a half, which is he's wow. already, he's already gotten like a month's worth of my mustache growing in a week oh, and yeah, a half. Yeah. 
Um, so maybe in another like two or three weeks, maybe it'll actually be majestic. Uh, slash, would you write it? So, okay, does me riding a mustache as a guy mean that he's eating my ass? Or is he, like, eating my balls or my chode? Like, how do you ride? It's got to be in my ass, right? If, 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 if I'm taking a mustache ride as a, as a man or a femboy or whoever takes mustache rides, that's got to mean... Well, because, you know, a mustache ride is, you know, normally the well, you're, you're yeah, getting eaten yeah. out by a guy who's got a mustache, yeah. right? So I think that means Pharaoh is eating my butt. And An- analingus. Yeah, analingus, as it were, in this in this hypothetical scenario. And so I guess I, must, I guess I the answer pres- is eh? I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not particularly I'm not particularly into uh, uh, butt eating. I've 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 I've, I've, I've experienced <laughs> butt eating yeah. uh, once or twice. And uh, I didn't. I didn't dislike it. It just was kind of. It just kind of happened. <laughs> I will say also that both times I was not. <laughs> I was not questioned as to whether I was interested before it. They occurred. were just there. It just happened. You were having the, um, the mustache ride. Yeah. The first time it was very surprising. The second time it was not that surprising. See, um, I've, it's fine. I, I feel like oral sex in general is just the most overrated thing of all time of any fashion. And butt oral sex is just the same thing on that on that spectrum. Just any form of oral sex is just never as good, in my opinion, as any other form of sex. It just isn't like I, I, I don't know. So 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 anyway, I would, but it wouldn't be a go to is what I'm getting. That at. Would, well, sure. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be my my first choice. I, I, I if if the question is just analingus, I'm, I'm going to have to politely and respectfully decline. <laughs> So you're telling us you have never participated in analingus of any kind. I have not had my my butt eaten. And you've never eaten butts. No, but like I'm I'm okay with. You're sure you're. (laughs) (laughs) It's really not that great. I don't get it. I don't understand. Okay, if we can if we can pause on penis questions (laughs) for five seconds because I I do love them so much. I I have been with. Basically, every Hundred. partner I've been with has have ha, has always ended up liking butt stuff, even if they didn't right away. Okay, because it's the future, and you're just wrong if you think it's bad. But, um, <laughs> but I've only been with a handful of people who are like very, like explicitly, specifically butt sensitive in a way that analingus would even make any kind of remote sense like most people if you like lick their butt or finger their butt or do any butt stuff it's like hot and a turn on but it's more like when you get up in there and also when you have other things going on that all Uh kind of comes together but your tongue is like only like if you're licking a vagina there's stuff in there there's like a clitoris there's things you know you find you find yeah (laughs) i know i know this is wild i know there's things in there. You find the things, you do the things, and you can do those things with your tongue. So, like, okay, or vaginal oral is, like, the most sensible oral sex to me. Like, it is the highest tier of oral sex that has a purpose. Like, because there are lots of good things you can do in there, and I understand I understand that, like, way more than, like, uh-huh. oral on a dick. Oral on a butt has got to be, like, the lowest totem pole unless you are like 
Sally sensitive sphincter, you know, like, <laughs> because, which most people aren't because if you're like a dude, your prostate is so far up your ass that unless it's like Gene Simmons eating out your butt, you're not getting any prostate stimulation from that fucking tongue. It's not happening. It's all, it's all surface level, which is, I guess, fine for a degree of foreplay, but for most people, it's just not going to do anything. Again, if you're Sally sensitive sphincter, then there are some people you just, you just, you just touch their butt a little bit and that's like the whole, they just lose their minds. There are people like that. I have known them. Lex is dying. Lex is dying. I have known that. So I think for, if, if you're one of those people, then, you know, <laughs> analingus, baby, analingus all the way, analingus all the way home. But I don't think, at least in my experience, most people, and I certainly don't have a butt that is that sensitive, like at the, at the, at the, the surface level. That's just not, that's not a thing. So <laughs> Lex, Lex is so, Lex is so beyond, beyond, his own existence right now. Lex, Lex's soul has left its body and he can no longer, he can, he can no longer function as a human on planet earth. So anyway, that was a question. What are your thoughts, Lex? You want to, you want to, you want to round that I, up for me? You want to cap it off real nicely? Um, Remember when I said Sally sensitive sphincter three times? Yep, Wasn't that a that cool was, alliterative? That was the part that got me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've, I've, <laughs> I feel like in order to participate in this conversation, I need to take like a, a personal, like, like a, like a sabbatical and, um, and do, and do some soul searching what? before I'm able to properly weigh in why, on this. Why is that? Why do you need to find your soul first? Because it's gone. Because it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, uh, there's a there's a hidden secret <laughs> third part of of at six 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 butts four twenties question series, and the third part is pee pee or poo poo. Uh, mm. I don't understand the context of this, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to take it at the context. most face value and just assume which one I want to have anything to do with. And it's definitely pee pee because pee pee is more efficient. Yeah. It's more efficient. It's easier. Yeah. It's easier cleanup. Well, yeah, pee pee. If I could never poop again, I'd probably pick That'd that. That'd be convenient. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Kim Jong-un. I don't really <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a deep cut. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I, 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 peeing is, like, satisfactory. Or satisfying. Excuse me. Sat okay. Satisfying. Yeah. Um, when you pee and you got, like, a really long pee, it's almost, it's almost like a little mini orgasm if you really a have to pee. A weight off your shoulders. Super bad. You're just like, ah, oh, yeah. yeah. I've had poops like that, but most most poops on the average are not that. They're just and, like and they're inconvenient. You're trying to like play a video game, and you're like, ah, I gotta go take a dump, and then it's no good. It's no good. And as we all know, there's basically no sensation there for you. <laughs> not none, <laughs> but not not enough that anyone's tongue does anything particularly great. If they like it, maybe they get something. Maybe their tongue just really likes being in there. I mean, and okay, you're glad. To all help, right, fucking right? fine. Yeah. yeah, be my guest, I guess, but. But yeah, you know, <laughs> Lex is oh 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 Lex, you sweet summer flower. Um, all right, thank you at six 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 butts four twenty for that wonderful tangent you put me on. Uh, we now have a question from at lv four zero right you, and oh. he he asks, what is the best way to get better at fighting games? Question mark. Team fighters more so. 
So uh, take it away, Lex, because I don't know shit about team fighters. Okay, Uh, so here's the horrible, boring answer that uh, Will will definitely be able to give you. The only way to get better at fighting games is to practice and to play people. There you go. Yep. That's that's the short, not easy, easy answer. Um, if you want like actual help uh, with uh, team fighters specifically, I, I can. I got you, man. Um, you've got to do a couple of things, and it's all about optimization. Uh, first, I don't know what controller you're using, uh, but that is one of the most important things that you can do is making sure that your your controller is completely optimized, which is to say, uh, for me, once upon a time, I had a six-button controller, and uh, I definitely have five fingers on my right hand. Um, so that's just a whole bunch of... Uh, I, I just basically never used my pinky uh, to play fighting games for years and years. Uh, when I made... On, on a uh, stick. Box, on a hitbox. On a stick. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Okay. Stick, it, hitbox, it stick. arcade stick, layout, yeah. whatever. Okay. Um. When when I switched over to Hitbox, I was like, I obviously need eight buttons because I have, you know, four fingers and a thumb. I, I can make plenty of use of this. And having those extra two buttons, like Marvel versus Capcom 3 has ABC launch and then two assist buttons, that's six buttons. Having an extra two buttons meant that I could map weird macros. Um, I agree, I, I could and that's why I don't things. understand why people don't want eight. Because a lot of times people are like, well, I don't use them. I'm like, okay, well, 90% of the time I don't use, I don't use seven and eight most of the time but yeah. there are certain situations where it's super good uh case in point evil ryu ultra 2 reactionarily in street fighter 4 very awkward normally to hit triple kick because your hand is always resting on triple punch but if you yep. pinky the, the the kick 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 button the macro easy mm-hmm. piece so that's exactly yeah, the kind of stuff button. you're talking about yeah you're not gonna yeah, be hitting uh, it all the time but having that as an option is like why wouldn't you yeah i i do the same thing in a game uh your anime games with bursts uh i have a dedicated burst button most of the time because if if i don't have it cordoned off like that then i probably don't think about it yeah I, I and i like to be able to have that as like my get out of jail free button because then it, then i don't have to worry about like what's the input for burst mm-hmm. um I, I did the same thing with uh v trigger and v skill when i was playing street fighter 5 because i wanted a v trigger button so that i could i could think this is what i do when i want to do a v trigger Mm, see, I, I didn't, I didn't use it, it in five. That's interesting. Um, I, I never used a macro in five for that. That's another thing uh, about optimization. If it doesn't work for you, then don't do that thing. Don't don't. Yeah, don't force trigger. yourself too pointlessly. If yeah. it does. Yeah. Um, but, but OK, but specifically, what about like your training regimen? Like, do you um, do you think I, I assume, which is mm-hmm. one of the reasons I don't like them? Uh, I'm saying I know already, but uh, that, that uh, team fighters generally are are labbier games than non-team fighter uh, games. Yeah. Um, there's, since there's so many characters, uh, there's a lot more interactions, and that's just on your side. Like, if you look at all the different combinations and permutations <laughs> of characters in Street or in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, exponentially greater than Street Fighter Five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you want to learn all the ins and outs of your different characters and how they interact with the other characters on your team, that's a lot more lab work that you've got to do. Um, there is an old rumor. Once upon a time, Filipino champ uh, said that he had found a secret training mode uh, routine trick that made him godlike at uh, fighting games. And half of everybody thought, you know, he was just bullshitting because he's Filipino champ. And then half of everybody else was like, well, he must know he's so godlike. And, you know, he kind of have a point there because he, he was just so much better at uh, Marvel than everybody else for a while. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, people theorized that the secret training mode tech that he did was 
he would sit with somebody else in training mode and put them as the player two side and they would play neutral. And when one of them got a clean hit that they could confirm, they would reset the training room and start the skirmish again because so much of the game is about neutral and figuring out how to get that clean hit. Because when you get a hit in, yeah, in team fighters, you yeah. kill them. You, you must get as much mileage out of it. And that's something that you can do on your own that you don't need other people for it is grinding your combos and, and your like knockdown mm. setups in training mode. You can do that by yourself. So it's almost like he's using, um, I'll use the example, uh, which is one of my favorite things of all time is, uh, why it's hard to breed elephants. Why is it hard to breed elephants? Because elephants have a very long gestation period. Oh. And you can yeah. only breed so many element elephants per human life, right? Because mm-hmm. it takes an elephant, I want to say it's like, like two... 13 months? I think Those it's like two, two years. years. I think it's like two years of pregnancy or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe Maybe it's a little less, I don't know. But it, it's up there, dude. It's a lot. It takes a long time, and then they also take a very long time to then grow to mm-hmm. to um, sexual maturity, which means that you can't breed them. Whereas if you're breeding dogs, dogs have a very short gestation period, and they reach sexual maturity very quickly, which means that one human can breed multiple, multiple generations of dogs in mm-hmm. the same span of time. They could only breed one generation of an elephant, which means that you can literally... Um, artificially select and evolve dogs or foxes or things like that um, very quickly. This will make sense quick in a moment, I promise. I'm, I'm excited um, to see how it connects. Uh, I have to get one more thing out of the way, which is that there's this really cool yep. experiment in Russia that these scientists did, and it's kind of horrible and animal abuse, but also amazing um, for the, uh, the science that it is. They have all these, uh, it's like a silver fox. It's like some sort of Arctic fox. Mm-hmm. And they started this thing in at some point in like, it was like the 70s um where they were like we're gonna breed all these foxes together and all of the like angriest foxes are we're only gonna let them fuck the other angry foxes and all the happiest foxes we're only gonna let fuck the other foxes and within like i think it was within like a year or two they had basically bred and and artificially selected and evolved to Pretty much entirely, they weren't different species because the the, the denominating sure. line of what defines a different species is that they can or can't mate. Um, mm-hmm. So they they were still capable of mating. So therefore, they weren't yeah they weren't technically a different species. But the the nice ones were like the nicest dog you've ever met, and the meanest ones were like rabid wolves. And and it was literally just from doing that in like a year or whatever amount of time. So mm-hmm. how this relates and what Filipino Champ's training regimen is is that he has dog gestation periods when he cuts the combos out of the game. The combos yep. in the game are the elephant gestation period or any gestation period. He's basically deleting the gestation period from his reproductive breeding cycle, yep. and he's breeding, quote-unquote, um, better uh, 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 knowledge neutral. of fundamentals and neutral yeah. by basically just saying, I'm only going to play neutral, and as soon as neutral ends, I immediately go back to neutral. So that that's very mm-hmm. interesting in theory yeah. uh, that you bring that uh, up. It, it certainly is sound with uh, how to how to maximize your time. Yeah, in how a, to in maximize a your area. training time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, and like you know the the we said earlier the the boring easy not easy answers that the the best way to get good is to just play people and like different people. 
But like, if you can, if you can figure out how to maximize your training time, if you got a buddy who will sit there and play neutral, neutral fighter with you, then do it. Mm. And, and make sure that you're it, like the combos. Um, and Will will tell me that I'm privileged because I can do the combos. You and are a combo savant, and you don't ever acknowledge it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, can you can you actually tweet me a black and white video of you saying you accept responsibility for your <laughs> <laughs> for your combo privilege? No, no, I will not do that. I will never fully acknowledge my privilege. <laughs> I, you have to know your combos, and like that's not like um, it's not like something that you can work on or that you can get better at. You have to have a combo that you can do and hopefully it kills people or does whatever the approximate of killing people is in the particular game that you're playing. You, you need to get the most mileage out of it. And that's just a, a fact that's, that, that is a, a fundamental block. Well, you need, you need a combo in your arsenal. So I think when you said yeah. it's not something you can improve on, you mean like assuming that's what you currently have, right? Because I mean, the, ideally you, have have, you do yeah. want to improve on your combo game. Yeah, ideally you don't drop your combo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, if, if you're trying to get better, grinding your combo for hours at a time, that's like getting to the bare minimum. It, 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 a good use of your time is improving your neutral or making sure that you can get into the situation where you're capitalizing on the combo that you can already do. Yeah, I agree with that. And you'll definitely yeah. see when you're newer, um, a disproportionately larger amount of your time will be focused on the... Um, also less useful act of just practicing combos because you're yep. not familiar with combos. So when you're learning and you're fledgling, certainly one of the best things you can do early on is practice combos, but it's important to try to get yourself to a point where you are comfortable enough with those combos. And one thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is that a huge part of combos and comfort in landing them is how practical they are or aren't in a mm -hmm. neutral setting. And that's one of the reasons I personally prefer games like Street Fighter to games like Marvel or Dragon Ball Z is because there are more neutral interactions and your um, your gestation period or your turn time, whatever you want to call it, is shorter. When you get that hit, it's a lot like Smash, where when you get a hit, your combo time, unless you're you know using Palatina versus Ridley, your combo time, generally speaking, is not that long. And then you're immediately back, mm -hmm. to, back to neutral, just like we were saying. So I think that's one of the reasons it's harder to get, to get good at some of the team fight games because there is such a harsher punish a longer yeah. time outside of neutral um and in my opinion team games disproportionately reward tech skill players which is why lex likes them um because if you are inherently good at technical prowess if that is your innate superpower Mm -hmm. even though there is a lot of neutral in team games and I'm not discouraging and it's, people it's and wild, saying yeah. that there isn't and blah, 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 blah. But I always have to say this because some people get the really butthurt. is different. Um, yeah, it, it is so much more weighted in that, that, yeah. that if, if you are the kind of player who really enjoys doing combos, then you're going to gravitate more towards team fight games. And if you're the kind of player that more enjoys neutral, you're going to gravitate more towards traditional fighters or whatever. Um, and that's not to say there isn't overlap or that nobody or that you can't play both or whatever, because there definitely that. is. But but if so, I, I think for my two cents on this, even though I'm not so much into team fighters specifically, but just generally getting better at fighting games, mm. I think the best skill you can develop is the skill of teaching yourself. 
because it's it's just like in the real world where when you send someone to school and you like give them a test and it's multiple choice and then they get all A's and like end up just doing poorly or something because the school system is stupid and multiple choice tests don't prepare you for anything or teach you how to think critically or teach you how mm -hmm. to teach yourself how to learn. That's kind of like my entire outlook on fighting games. And to me, combos are a multiple choice test. It's really good to know how to do a combo and it's really good mm -hmm. to, to be good at that. Right. But if yeah. you don't know why those are the answers and all you know is that you can do that combo, you don't know how to apply it or when it's good or, how to get to or it. why yeah. it's useful. Um, so it's basically, it's the same kind of thing you're saying. You were basically saying that, but the, it seemed like your point was more so that you need to basically get good at neutral. I think, I think the way you get good at neutral is by understanding interactions. And in my opinion, the best way to do that, um, and it is a real doozy, uh, but the best thing is to watch replays of yourself losing because yeah. you yeah. will learn. So you will look at the shit you've done and just be like, why the hell immediately? It is amazing how much how different your, own bad habits, your, yeah. your, 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 yeah, your, your outlook is as a spectator of yourself. It is, yeah. it is amazing how much different that is. And it's really hard, not because it's actually hard. It's actually extremely easy, but it's hard because people <laughs> just don't like doing it and they don't, don't yeah. want to do it. But replays of yourself losing is, in my opinion, that's like one of the best things you can do. So those but are my thoughts. Record your, record your casual sets. Yeah. And, and your and tournament sets our, if you can. And your, well, yeah, if, if you can. Um, and uh, specifically on team fighters, uh, you've got a team that is probably optimal uh, and it might be the one that you're playing. Play the wrong team with the wrong assists. <laughs> Swap out a character every once in a while. Because yeah, it'll give you some context on, like I said, there's so many different combinations and permutations. There's something in every game that everyone has overlooked. That's why I can do silly shit with uh, Hulk Phoenix Wright in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And people are like, oh shit, that's an unblockable? It's like, yeah, yeah. just no All one's right. done it. Experimenting <laughs> is good. It's kind of like, you know, if you don't really do analingus that much, right? Like, it's good to... <laughs> <laughs> okay just when i thought i had my soul back thanks oh Will. man all right so anyway thank you at lv40 raichu i hope you do well in presumably dragon ball fighters i, I think, think is what he's trying, yeah. to, trying to mess with play skull girls yeah play skull girls play with lex lex will teach you things um next question um is uh, actually last questions are from oh, wow. a2 at lsx andrew who you can't follow because he is old <laughs> and hides hides his Twitter because he's scared of the internet or something. That's um, fair. He asks, what is the best fighting game right now? What games are you both looking forward to in the near future, one to two years out? And these don't have to be fighting games. Um, shit, man. God. We have to uh, qualify what is the best fighting game right now. Are because, we talking about living fighting game or like fighting game that exists? That's what I'm saying, and he's not here, okay. so but I, I'm going to... Let's say... Let's say living fighting games, because I don't know why he'd say it right now otherwise. So I think games that are uh, vaguely alive. The the did he say did he say games? What are the best? What is the best he fighting said, game? He said what it, what's the best fighting game Singular. right now? What is okay. the best fighting game right now? I have my answer. Uh, uh, okay, is your answer Grand Blue? No. Oh, 
Interesting. Okay. Um, the the best fighting game out right now is Skullgirls. You'll learn things about yourself that you never knew were possible. Um, there's a really unique interaction with bursts. It, the game is almost like a, a not a parody, but like a an in joke. If you play fighting games, any kind of fighting game, Smash included. Skullgirls should make sense to you on some level. It doesn't necessarily appeal to everybody. You don't actually have to play Skullgirls, but if we're talking about like what has the most love and balance and and like thought behind it and is the most fun, it's Skullgirls. Uh, I think the best fighting game that is still alive is unquestionably Melee. <laughs> and it is still alive. It is. Yeah, I'm the shit not, out of it. not. Unlike Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 3 and even Street Fighter 2, which really never dies per se, but it, it, it gets like every three or Venerable, four. yeah. Every like three or four years, there's like a big Street Fighter 2 tournament, but it's really not constantly. Yeah. I mean, people are always kind of around playing it, but it's really not live in terms of like a tournament thing. Um, mm. And I'm not counting COVID because COVID's killed everything. So yeah. assuming COVID didn't come along, Smash Melee is unquestionably the longest running active um uh uh like like uh what's the word i'm looking for uh i keep wanting to say venerable but that's not the right word uh so i'm just gonna say um it's got the most developed uh complex metagame it has that Um, but it it also just has the most like god what's the word i'm looking for i'm just gonna say respect because i can't think of the word that i want but it is the most respected game that is remotely as old as it is i think the only game that is more respected than melee overall is Street Fighter 2. And okay. and Street Fighter 2 is nowhere near as quote unquote alive as Melee still basically is. Yes. Or was before COVID, but again, we're not counting that. So I, I think it's Melee. I will grant that um what's it called? Melee has a really developed meta that couldn't be possible in today's environment because of patch culture. Yep. And I I Dude, appreciate- Melee Yoshi is the best example of that of all time. Yeah, the character that everyone thought like, was trash until 2013, yeah. and then Amsa shows up, and everyone's like, "This is a high tier character." Oh, trash! Shit. I guess trash he's for yeah. trash for literally like 15 years or some yeah. shit, or 12 years, and then like suddenly everyone's like, "No, he's actually really good," and no, no patches. Yeah. That that gives me that gives me a raging spiral. Yeah, raging loop. Raging loop. Damn it. Raging loop. That gives me a raging loop. Um, (laughs) That is like that is everything I want. It's just to be like, look at that. If you just get good and shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look what can happen. Anything's possible. Look, look what can happen. Uh, Marvel versus Capcom two has that same thing to it, uh, where people do still find things every day. Like they just found a Mega Man Infinite, a Rockman Infinite, Marvel versus Capcom two. It's a dead game, which is why it doesn't qualify. But it, yep. that's the only game that I can think of that's similar to Melee in terms of like having such a complex, developed flavor to it. But it's dead, so it's totally different. It is dead. It does not count. Yeah, uh, Melee, so, Melee is yeah. a, a wonder of the world, in my opinion, even though it's not my main game. I don't know how you can't respect it. Uh, what games it, are you both looking forward to in the near future? Um, These don't have to be fighting games. Resident Evil 8. Um, the Bravely... Okay, do you know Bravely Default? I don't. In the same sense that uh, uh, Skullgirls is an in-joke for people who play fighting games, Bravely Default is an in-joke for people who play SNES-era RPGs, JRPGs. Okay. Um, 
So it's Bravely Default, and then Bravely Second was the sequel. Now we've got Bravely Default 2 coming out, and that that I'm looking forward to. That'll be all right. Amazing. Oh, in the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Hot Ooh. damn, almost forgot it. <laughs> Fucking love that game. <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to, I would say, the only big, big game on my radar right now that I know exists and is a thing that I'm looking forward to is um, is the new Elder Scrolls. Um, I don't know when that'll come out, but I'm going to lose my damn mind. Sure. Um, games that I hope are a thing, but don't know. I would love so much. I would, I would murder a human to get Pillars of Eternity 3. But I think it might, it just might not Never happen. Yeah. I, I, I would literally murder. You'll, you'll get it the same day I get it, Mega Man but, Legends 3 and the Dino Crisis yeah, it, Reaper. It, it, it might not be a thing because the second one did not sell as well as they hoped it would based on the kickstarting and extra budgety mm. for things. And I mean, it was like well enough that it wasn't, it wasn't like a failure, but it, it wasn't like, I don't think enough of a success like mm-hmm. the first one was to, to warrant. So we'll see. Um, that's really the only one though is yeah, the new Elder Scrolls. I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Um, I would love games that again don't exist. I would love a, a new Street Fighter game that isn't Street Fighter Five. I would. Street love Fighter it, Six but, should be good though. But well, it should be. But it, they just announced a new fucking expansion pack for five. Yeah. So it's going to be another. It'll like, take another two years. Three but... years or some shit. Yeah. So yeah, I would love Street Fighter Six to exist and not be terrible. So. Uh, and then the last follow-up here uh, from A2 is random speculation. Will Nintendo buff Ganondorf between now and when the DLC is complete on 12-31-2021? If so, will he get anything meaningful? Alternatively, do you think the number of buffs and nerfs across all characters will be kept to a minimum? So instead of alternatively, I'm just going to answer both of those. Um, will Nintendo buff Ganondorf between now and when the DLC is complete? I feel like it's almost a guarantee that they will give him an irrelevant tiny buff at some point. Yep, he'll make his his stand fierce uh, force stand on crouching opponents, but it'll it'll whiff (laughs) like DJ's hand hard punch. Yeah, Yeah, I, I feel like there's no way, if you're saying between now and... December of 2021, I, I, I would be shocked if he got literally nothing, but I would also be shocked if anything they gave him was remotely meaningful at the same time. Like, I yeah. feel like they'll give him like, you know, like forward smash will be like two frames less unsafe or, or some like totally irrelevant bullshit. Like who gives a shit? I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like, sh- yeah. Uh, okay. Like, or yeah, like they'll give it'll be something like that. Or like maybe the, Maybe that dash attack pushback collision problem. Maybe they'll fix that at some point. Um, it'll be little dumb shit like that. They are terrified to give him any buffs. They don't want him to succeed. Yeah, they don't want him to be good. Um, they're terrified. Um, but, you know, I could be wrong because I, I thought they thought the same thing about Ridley. And they gave... I would love if Ganon got exactly what Ridley got in Ultimate. Four jumps? No, no, no. <laughs> they, they gave Ridley some buffs, though, at a certain point. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah. They, they, and they were all, like, very solid quality of life and Mm -hmm. mini little buffs and they weren't anything crazy and he's still not quote unquote good but he's actually like a pretty solid fine mid-ish tier character now i would love for ganon to get something like that but uh, i don't yeah i don't think he'll get it um Mm -hmm. alternatively do you think the number of buffs and nerfs across all characters will be kept to a minimum over that time frame can i can i say that one Mm -hmm. no because of patch culture and because of uh, Nintendo's knee-jerk reactions to people uh, screaming on the internet, I think that 
maybe over time you could say that the buffs and nerfs will have about the same impact uh, just because there's going to be so fucking many of them and it'll bounce up and down. That's my so pessimistic. That, it's interesting goal. that you say that because I feel like for the most part, they really haven't patched ultimate that much up to this point. There have been a few characters mm -hmm. that have, you know, I, we had significant Joker nerfs. We had, and even, I mean, I don't even know if significant is right, but relevant Joker nerfs. Um, but I would say significant uh, Ridley buffs, significant um, Young Link buffs for whatever fucking reason, which is the least, the least deserved buffs of all time. Like that patch where Young Link got like a million Better. Yeah. little buffs <laughs> when he was already a high tier character is the dumbest. That is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. And I don't mean that to say that it is the worst buff or stupidest decision, but it is like if you, I don't know how any human could sit down and look at Smash Ultimate and look at the entire cast and think, you know what this game needs? Young Link buffs. It is such a, it'd be Shame. like, it, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make any sense. It'd be like if you looked at like, I don't know, like late game Street Fighter 4, like Abel, and we're just like, Abel needs a lot of buffs. And you're like, well, Abel, I mean, he wasn't, Top tier, He's good, <laughs> but he was like a high tier character that was very good. And why the fuck did you give him of all people all these buffs? I don't get it. It just made no sense. It was so stupid, and it just seemed so out of touch. To yeah, me. yeah. Um, who did you talk to? to but make I, this who complained? I did feel better about the Joker buffs, though. They knew what to do with the or the, sorry, the Joker nerfs. I still think he deserves more. That character's still stupid as fuck. But the down guns, I mean, that was like they at that least. It, no, that was so stupid. That was the dumbest fucking thing. No, that is some fucking. He just invalidated disadvantage twenty four seven with no repercussion. It was yeah, so it's stupid. Awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so anyway, they've done good and bad things with ultimate. I don't think anything they've done with ultimate patches so far has been particularly wave making egregious. Yeah. yeah, whether on the positive or the negative side, um, probably the biggest thing they ever did was the Pichu nerfs. And I think those were a hundred percent deserved deserved because fuck that character. Um, and how you just was. don't want him to be good. Yeah. He shouldn't be good. No. <laughs> yeah. He should not. He just shouldn't be good. I don't mind fighting Pikachu, but fighting Pichu is just so it's just dumb because ultimate is already a game, which I like overall for the game. It's already a game where you can just randomly explode someone and kill them. But then yeah. you have a character that like low profile shit automatically that you can't hit. Who can kill you? Who can kill you at like five percent from some like? It's just yeah. He's like he's like the 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 far end of of Ultimate's worst nightmare down that road. You know what I mean? Like embodied into a character. Like yeah, fuck Peach. Little did you know that one of your biggest problems with Smash Ultimate was going to be Elena from Street Fighter Four. Yeah, fuck shitty hurt boxes and hitboxes, dude. Fuck any fucking god. Yeah, I hate that shit, dude. Like let's just. Let's make this one character who inexplicably just should av av avoid. They just avoid it for no reason because they're weird. Like, wh why? Why do they no. always make a character like that? Just, I don't need everyone. I don't need everyone to be the same exact character size. Like, that's boring. But there should be like archetypes. Do you know what I mean? It should be. You shouldn't have to worry about something not just not working anymore. If a game, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if a game has like. 40 characters in it, like Street Fighter 4. 
if it has like 40 or so characters in it, there should be no more <laughs> than like five different kinds of like bodies. Yeah. That's big just, boys, little boys, medium boys, wide boys and thin boys. That's it. That's yeah. All like need. there's no, but like ultimate is so weird with that, especially the, the, the rats, Pichu and Pikachu. Like there's so many, so many other moves just randomly squash them and whiff or like fucking God, just like, being able to like crawl under certain attacks or whatever is just uh, 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 it's du- it's dumb. I mean, okay, there's let me let me put it this way. Some there's, of it's cool. Yeah. There's attacks, yeah, where crawling I think sometimes is cool. Where if yeah. it's a, if it's a projectile and you can crawl under it, to me that's like a cool interaction. But if but you're if like you're if, if you're like crawling I'm, under their down tilt, yeah, yeah, you crawl <laughs> yeah. under a move that's clearly meant to hit like on the ground, and somehow it whiffs because of crawl. That is the stupidest shit of all time. Ooh, sorry, I low profiled your Ganon forward smash. So. Yeah, or well, <laughs> or F tilt for Ganon is one that can yeah. do that. Yeah, I hate, I hate that shit. So anyway, uh, we're coming up on a pretty long time for this one, so I think we'll yep. uh, we'll finish her off here. Yeah, but uh, that was uh, advice column slash dear Abby, but mostly just a Q and A. Fun times. And that's good. We yeah. I, I like answering questions. I'm glad that, that we have enough people to talk for an hour and a half about hell yeah. That they ask us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks for for watching. Thanks yeah. for asking. We, thanks for we supporting us. We appreciate it. All right. Well, uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. I've been Metal Music Man, and I've been Professor Lex, and we'll see you later. Goodbye. Yeah.